Hey everyone, we've made it to the final show of the week. We're going to be talking about that I am more than queer and I'm a student. We're going to be talking about some pretty deep issues when it comes to religion and education. But before we do that, if you live in East Lansing or Toledo, Ohio, I have live events coming to you this spring. I would love for you to go to joannawhaley.com and get a free ticket today. Uh, some music, some, some storytelling. It's going to be an awesome evening together. I would love for you to join me at one of those. You can also uh, support this show by going to the show notes wherever you're listening to this and click on support. And finally, I have a brand new EP coming out in February, February 9th, brand new EP called Freedom Just in Time for Easter and Lent. Today, we're talking about being more than queer for our last time this week. Here we go. So this week, we have been talking about this idea. The idea we're talking about is something I hear all the time from those outside of the LGBTQ community and specifically from faith communities or more conservative frameworks. Um, And I was a former, I'm a former pastor. I was a pastor for 18 years and uh, you know, I operated within these worlds, within these worldviews and frameworks. And my hope and prayer is that is that anyone who hears any of my content knows that I try to have like a very soft heart towards this framework because I still work with a lot of my friends and family who hold worldviews different from mine. But in this worldview and framework that I operated in for a long time, believed that LGBTQ people were obsessed with their identity, that their whole personality became about being queer. Well, this week, I I wanted to take a minute and just show you what's beyond the flag. What's beyond the rainbow flag? What is actually queer mean and what does it mean to be more than that? This week, we've we've talked about a lot of pretty awesome stuff this week. Uh, the first day, we talked about, um, you know, we talked about being a child. I'm, I'm a child. I'm a part of a family. On, on Tuesday, I talked about being a parent and a friend on Wednesday. And yesterday, we talked about relationships and, and being in the dating world. And wow, what a change that is when you come from an evangelical framework to being a queer person and navigating dating in today's world. What a change of life that has been. But what I want to do today is kind of round this off. And I've given you five aspects of my life. Um, But obviously, this isn't all that I am. You know, um, I'm not just queer. And I'm also not just these five things that I've presented to you today. But today, I want to talk about being a student. I'm a student. And sometimes, you know, it can be easy for us to other someone who is clearly queer or is trans and forget that they are somebody who is learning and somebody who is interested in educating themselves. 
we could go, we could pull up to the Starbucks and see somebody who's wearing a rainbow pin and instantly other them and dehumanize them. But what we don't know is behind that rainbow pin, behind that person in the green apron, is someone who is learning an immense amount of amazing things. And that's been my story. But I want to bring you back, first of all, first of all, to when I first started to uh, get into this cool hip megachurch I was a part of a long time ago. Um, and, and as I said, I, I'm trying to be as respectful as I can. But I, so I'm, what I'm not going to do in the next few moments is like condemn the church I was a part of. But I want to call out kind of the broken system that I was a part of. Um, so this wasn't just something that was happening in my church. This also, as I have heard from many other people, happened to them. Um, I became part of this cool mega church and got within the system. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, I, I was a college student. So I was a freshman or sophomore in college when I began working at this place. And there began to be this theme and this narrative that if I wanted to do my dream job as a staff member at this church, I did not need a, a college degree. And then there was also this major emphasis on debt. And this all came from the Dave Ramsey world and, and this whole debt snowball thing. And they were like, you don't want to live debt. You don't need to take out student loans. Just live on cash for the rest of your life and work here for the rest of your life. You'll be fine. Well, uh, long story short, that failed me when I left that place and had to enter the marketplace. See, this fails a lot of pastors still today. I was discouraged from getting an education. I dropped out of college, and that's on me. I did it. I dropped out of college. Uh, nobody forced me to do it, but ideologically, I believed that I didn't need it because of my spiritual environment leading me there. So, you know, th this is pervasive. This happens all over the religious world now, is that there's a mistrust in education. And what happens is you get people like me who are pastors who have worked in the religious spaces who get into the marketplace and we can't get good jobs. We can't get good jobs that pay well unless we know somebody. But if you come out as queer and then try to get a job, you've, you've made everyone in your network mad. Anybody who had the connection doesn't like you anymore. So you're stuck with putting your, your degree, your uh, resume out on Indeed or on one of the online servicers where you don't have a degree. And all of a sudden, your earning income is down. You can't pay your bills. This is the reality that we deal with. And I want to look deeper into this problem. I, I will submit to you that the, the push in some of this higher control religious environment was about isolation. Now, nobody would come out and directly say, oh, we're trying to isolate people. But what's happening is, is that if we can isolate people from educating themselves, we can actually control their theology and the narrative all together. That's really what is happening in the background. Now, I do not believe that even the pastors that I worked with that led me to this path, I don't even believe that they had those sinister 
they did not have these types of sinister uh, intentions. But what was happening is the system of understanding and wanting to create their own thing, which really isolated us from the rest of society. There are studies out there that do show that the, the higher rates of education lead to lower rates of being of identifying as Christian. So obviously there is a background narrative that if we educate ourselves, we could be walking away from the church. And if we walk away from the church, we're, we're leaving money out of the pockets of those churches. And that can become a vicious cycle. And of course, churches want to keep their lights on. I get that. I was a pastor of my own church for a couple of years. And when people didn't show up and people left the church, giving went down, which meant we couldn't pay our staff anymore. That is a real thing that is happening within religion. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying it is real. But here's the three things I want to say about learning and being a student and how being a student is something that we all have the ability to be. I'm more than queer. I'm a student. And learning for me in this end of life has, has been fluid. Learning is fluid. There's this thing called learned helplessness. And I learned many, many, many decades, for, for a couple decades, about how to be helplessness. It's just this belief that being that you have little influence on what is happening to you and around you. And honestly, learned helplessness is something that is associated with depression and can lead to higher rates of depressive episodes. So what do we do about this? Well, depression and and self-harm can lead to, you know, very dark places. And so therapists and and, uh, spiritual care providers are trying to teach people adaptive strategies These are ways out of the depression and the self-harm cycles that may come with isolation. So learning is fluid and learning is ongoing. I'll tell you what, if, if I had decided before I came out and after I came out that, well, let's just say this. If I decided when I, when I was going to transition that whatever I had learned up to that point about being trans and about coming out was all I was going to learn and I wasn't going to change my mind, I would have been robbed of some of those beautiful learning opportunities I could have ever found. I have learned so much about my friends in the LGBTQ community because I have continued to learn and have continued to educate myself even outside of a classroom. It isn't a bad thing to learn something new or to change your mind. Learning means we understand something new and we can actually adjust and adapt our behavior. But here's the last thing I'll leave you with is learning is spiritual. Living living in a spiritual way or, or spiritual practice or some would call it discipline, some would call it a quote school of prayer all of it means is to create a discipline to learn, to create a discipline of spirituality. I will submit to you today that learning is very spiritual. 
I have found that I have understood more about myself and more about my community when I learn more about it. Some of them, I'm going to say something controversial here, but I have had actually more spiritual moments in my life when I read a book about LGBTQ history, about human history, than at times when I would read Bible scriptures. Yeah, I know. I know. That's going to make some mad. But the reality is learning can be a spiritual practice for us. This week, um, I actually next week, starting on uh, Monday morning, I'm starting my seminary journey. I'll be off to orientation at my school. And um, I am... I'm looking forward to the spiritual environment of learning. The idea that gaining knowledge can lead me to a healthier spiritual life, a healthier way to pour out and to love. Another way to understand myself and my community, to know that I am more than queer. Today, if you're somebody out there who has been labeled because of the rainbow flag, or if you have labeled somebody else because of their gender or sexual identity, please know that we are more than queer. We represent much more than a flag ever could. While we're proud of it, and we're proud to be who we are, it's not all we are. We'll be off next week for the show because I will obviously be at orientation for my school. But I just want you to know how honored I am that you join me each and every week. When we come back in February, we'll be joining a whole new series with my friend Stephanie in the show called Focus on Your Own Family. And I have cut my whole segment an interview with her down into five days. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next time.